This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 29th, 2020. This week in security news, on 19 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. 17 of these alerts dealt with the increasingly dangerous situation with the COVID-19 coronavirus. Most important for this report, in the last six days, we have seen the U.S. State Department and separately the CDC both issue Level 2 and Level 3 travel notices for South Korea, Japan, and Italy, urging American citizens to reconsider travel to these countries due to widespread community transmission of the coronavirus. In addition, on Monday, U.S. Forces Korea raised the risk level to high for USFK personnel peninsula-wide after a U.S. military dependent living in Daegu tested positive. The following day, Alert USA subscribers were notified a 23-year-old U.S. soldier based at Camp Carroll, located approximately 20 miles northwest of Daegu, had also tested positive. On Tuesday, Dr. Nancy Messonnier, director of the CDC's National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases, formally stated that now is the time for businesses, hospitals, communities, schools, and average individuals to begin preparing to respond to a coronavirus outbreak here in the U.S. Here is Dr. Messonnier. Note that the following audio has been trimmed for brevity. The global novel coronavirus situation is rapidly evolving and expanding. There has been a lot of news coverage about community spread in a few countries since the last time we talked. This means that cases of COVID-19 are appearing without a known source of exposure. The U.S. has been implementing an aggressive containment strategy that requires detecting, tracking, and isolating all cases as much as possible and preventing more introduction of disease, notably at points of entry. We've restricted travel into the United States while also issuing extensive travel advisories for countries currently experiencing community spread. Our travel notices are changing almost daily. We've also enacted the first quarantine of this scale in the U.S. and are supporting the State Department and HHS in repatriating citizens from high-risk areas. We are doing this with the goal of slowing the introduction of this new virus into the U.S. and buying us more time to prepare. I understand this whole situation may seem overwhelming and that disruption to everyday life may be severe, but these are things that people need to start thinking about now. I had a conversation with my family over breakfast this morning, and I told my children that while I didn't think that they were at risk right now, we as a family need to be preparing for significant disruption of our lives. You should ask your children's school about their plans for school dismissals or school closures. Ask if there are plans for teleschool. I contacted my local school superintendent this morning with exactly those questions. You should think about what you would do for childcare if schools or daycares close. Is teleworking an option for you? Does your healthcare provider offer a telemedicine option? All of these questions can help you be better prepared for what might happen. Right now, CDC is operationalizing all of its pandemic preparedness and response plans, working on multiple fronts, including specific measures to prepare communities to respond to local transmission of the virus that causes COVID-19. Last, I want to recognize that people are concerned about the situation. I would say rightfully so. I'm concerned about the situation. CDC is concerned about the situation. But we are putting our concerns to work preparing, and now is the time for businesses, hospitals, communities, schools, and everyday people to begin preparing as well. 
On Thursday, U.S. Pacific Fleet Commander Admiral John Aquilino directed all vessels visiting nations in the 7th Fleet Area of Operations to remain at sea for at least 14 days before pulling into another port in order to monitor sailors for any symptoms of the coronavirus. Based in Japan, the 7th Fleet is the largest of the Navy's numbered fleets, with up to 80 warships and submarines operating within an area of responsibility that extends from the International Dateline to the borders of India and Pakistan and south to Antarctica. Also on Thursday, U.S. Central Command suspended leave-in liberty for troops and Defense Department civilian workers within its area of responsibility over fears related to the spread of the coronavirus. And on Friday, the World Health Organization announced it had raised its assessment of the risk of spread and risk of impact of the coronavirus on a global level from high to very high. Alertuse urges listeners to try and blank out the dramatic efforts on both sides to politicize this crisis and consider all that the U.S. and foreign governments have been doing in response to the spread of the new virus. From locking down nearly 10% of the world's population in areas across Asia and Europe, to banning entry of individuals with a recent travel history to different regions, to keeping ships at sea, to canceling leave and liberty for military service members, to mandatory quarantines, to the shuttering of businesses and manufacturing operations across entire nations, and on and on. Does anyone really think that all of this is being done for something akin to the flu or a case of the sniffles? As with every other nation, while aspects of the U.S. government response to this crisis, including the development of a reliable test for the virus, has been fumbled, much of the response is going right, and there are significant efforts underway, both seen and unseen, in order to protect the homeland and U.S. citizens. Alert USA strongly encourages listeners to use these broader governmental actions, as well as irrefutable evidence of the spread of this virus in different regions of the world, as your cue to prepare yourself, your family, and any business interests for the possibility that the virus has a greater impact here in North America. You can find much more in this story, including links to personal, family, and business pandemic preparedness planning in this week's issue of the Threat Journal Newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment, as well as remains in regular contact with federal and state partners regarding the rapidly evolving situation with the coronavirus, and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. Alert USA cautions listeners that in addition to the rapidly evolving situation with the coronavirus, the U.S. still faces significant threats from Iran and its proxies in retaliation for the killing of Quds Force Commander Qasem Soleimani. In addition, numerous Islamic State media groups continue their online propaganda campaigns, threatening reprisal attacks for the killing of their leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, as well as their efforts to inspire individuals to take action on their own. Adding to this list are new threats emerging from a variety of sources across the world of radical Islam in response to the new proposed Middle East peace plan. As Alert USA subscribers are regularly reminded, transnational terrorist organizations, including the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda, continue to urge recruits and followers to adopt easy-to-use tools to target public places and events. Specific tactics have included the use of vehicle ramming, small arms, edged weapons, homemade explosives, and poisons or toxins. Some terrorist groups overseas are using battlefield experiences to pursue new technologies and tactics, such as unmanned aerial systems and chemical agents that could be used outside of conflict zones. Many of these technologies are readily available. Additionally, terrorists continue to target commercial aviation and air cargo, including with concealed explosives. Caution and vigilance are urged. 
In travel security news, listeners are reminded that a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution for American citizens is, in effect, warning of the continuing threat of terrorism, political violence, and criminal activity globally. Additionally, the Department of Health and Human Services has declared a national public health emergency concerning the evolving threat posed by the 2019 novel coronavirus. While current travel restrictions and quarantine measures are in place for all foreign nationals, as well as legal U.S. citizens with a recent travel history to China, Logic would dictate that these measures will be expanded to include other nations and regions as the virus continues to spread. As a result, if you are planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations about your destination. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 29, 2020.